Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Letterman Lounge. We are coming to you from Columbus, Ohio. Rooster is a fun, casual joint. It's training camp season. The football is here. Uh, there's going to be a new person joining the team in the mm. next week or so. Uh, Quinn Ewers is reclassifying. So we've got a lot to talk about here as camp starts. That's Justin Zwick down there, Nicole Cox, Bobby Carpenter, and Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward. Um, let's just – well, Bob, you're back. So I, we're going to talk a lot about Quinn Ewers. We'll get to that. We're going to talk about training camp, but you weren't here last week, and we had a Kevin Warren show, <clears throat> so I know there's got to be, you're just itching to get some takes out. Oh, of how great he handled How did you miss yeah. that week I mean, of all of them to go on vacation? Did you have to tape that and then rewatch it later? Just because, oh. I mean, we know you're, you're it was great. looking forward to it. I just looked at the way, like, Aaron Rodgers handles his mm. press conference versus yeah. Kevin Warren when asked about expansion. It's like... Uh, you know, we're going to talk to you know the ads and the presidents and all. We'll, we'll start see to, where it lands. See where it lands. Like, dude, tell me, hey, we're going to aggressively pursue things to make the Big Ten the strongest conference in the country. No, I didn't give do that. me that statement. Yeah, didn't Even do that. if you have no plan of how to do it, just make that <laughs> statement. But then they'll actually figure it out later. <laughs> but that would also require then they put uh, an added level of pressure on you to go mm-hmm. do your job. Then when you're very non-committal and don't say anything, it's tough. And I, as I was down in uh, Anne Island, right off Sarasota, people were staying like. A house down from us. We're from Iowa, big Hawkeye fans. So we start talking about all this stuff that's happening in Texas and OU and all this and how upset they were about it, how much they dislike Kevin Warren too. And I'm like, that's fantastic. This isn't something that's just isolated Columbus. I feel like it's something you know we can kind of bond on throughout the entirety of the Big Ten or at least schools that are actually serious that about, care football. about football. Yes. Well, Iowa being one of those schools. I still think there's unanimous agreement that he's handling the, those parts of the job very poorly. Um, that's it. I mean, are you now that Texas and OU, we were talking about it last week, that's actually going to happen. It's real. Yeah. I mean, they don't leak that stuff out. <laughs> and especially, it's not something It's like, hey, I'm kind oh, of that get out? Yeah, kind <laughs> yeah, like of doing know. this, especially when there's a price tag of 75 to $80 million that's on there if they want to try to leave early, which they say they're going to stay. Why wouldn't they say they're going to stay? Yeah. I mean, we'll just make this awkward. We don't care. We're on the way out. We're not going to pay this, and we'll wait till you guys fall apart and dissolve, and then we won't have to pay anything to anybody. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going into this. But going back, I mean, Kevin Warren just, by the way, all right. Eric, here we yes. go. Now we're there. Because these things are all starting to <laughs> pop. So going. much stuff is happening. I knew it was coming. Yes. When asked if you would handle anything different, do anything mm, differently. No regrets. You can say you have no regrets. <laughs> no. I've had a lot of great days that I don't have any regrets. Would I have potentially <laughs> How many changed? of them were in 2020? Uh, not many. Not many. But... <laughs> Saying the greatest that, year of Kevin saying that life. you <laughs> wouldn't ever look back and make some changes. Do I regret doing it? No. Would I have changed some things based upon information I have now? Yes. No one could sit here and tell me like, hey, even on your best day, you would have decided to maybe make one change here or there, but t- tweak something. Like that, that is just absolutely That's ludicrous. the only way we get better. That's yes, what we learn in exactly. life. I, I want to perfect I w- everything. <laughs> I wouldn't change anything. No, you're an idiot for saying that because <laughs> only a fool doesn't recognize mistakes and say, I don't regret it. At the time, I thought I was doing the right thing. Yes. But now, with more information, I wish we would have maybe done this differently or maybe worded this instead of saying we're not going to revisit this and then revisiting it. You could He could have at least just said that. I wish I wouldn't have been so strong in my initial comments about canceling the season. Mm. Probably could have, should have said we're going to look into it, and if new things arise, then we'll make we'll, we'll postpone it for now. Yeah, we know like, we're going to reevaluate, look into some things. But not, no, it's just no regrets, no changes. No regrets. Yeah. No regrets is fine. No <laughs> changes. That just tells me that. <laughs> 
That's why people watch game. That's why you always analyze like, hey, this went good. Why did it go well? How could it have even been better? Mm-hmm. That's it, all right. In a normal year, they should be sitting down saying that, right? <laughs> Let alone a year where it was weird and COVID and everything else. I would have been more impressed if he would have said, I think I did a great job, but you know what? I think we could have been even better. Mm-hmm. Now, you would have said you're a fool, but at least I'm going to look at what we did and try to enhance it for the next uh, next viral outbreak. Or if he was worried about people just blaming him, he could have said, we made this decision mm-hmm. and we got it wrong. But he didn't do any of that. Um, we, we dove the president's that. tied my hands. Yeah. I had to it listen been to really 14 easy. schools. I have to do what they yeah, say. Point they the finger myself. at someone else. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he didn't. Instead, he just took more on his shoulders. But I knew while you were down there getting tan oh, that you had to have been loving that press conference. Oh, so painful, man. There was some great stuff that happened afterwards as well that also involved Kevin Warren and me. But we'll... We'll save those stories for another day. How about Gene, too? Mm. Throwing him out. <laughs> like, yeah. I really didn't support him <laughs> for exactly how he worried, but he, he slowly like, got to the point where the first time there was a, yeah, some, yeah. some gap publicly. We, we did not recommend, or it was, was not our recommendation. For Gene to step that far out mm-hmm. of line with what normally happens in yeah. the Big Ten is wild. It may not have seemed like that <laughs> yeah, controversial. It was, yeah, it was just kind of like in there. It wasn't for like him, a big deal. But. For him, that was like taking uh, uh, an just napalm to the Big Ten offices. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Berm, hi. We're going to talk more about Quinn Ewers, but who's that? Mm, after yeah, after we have <laughs> heard that name, Buckeye leaves. Where we're going to be talking about the people that need to break out starting on Wednesday mm. morning at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. That'll be the Roosters' uh, question of the week here. Oh, neat. So just briefly set the table, and then when Nicole goes back to her day job, we'll talk way more about Quinn Ewers and all the implications. But what what happened here? I mean, the kid has a chance to make a crap ton of money. And, Selling kombucha. Uh, the state of Texas is not allowing young athletes to profit on their name, image, and likeness. Some states are. Uh, and when I think it really comes down to this. This kid was going to be at Ohio State three and a half months <clears throat> from now anyway. Okay, So it's not like it's that big of a deal. It's just that. But the marketing is that big the of a deal. The marketing is that big of a deal. And that money, sure, that money could be here. Three month, three and a half months from now. But you know what else could be here three and a half months from now? Another million dollars. So, hmm. you know, you just you don't pass up that type of opportunity to change your life and, and to change your. And you know that family does not need the money. It's not a situation mm-hmm. where. But who doesn't need a million dollars? Man, I would take it. You Everybody. know what you could do with a million dollars? A lot. At least a guy like him. Well, I mean, sometimes what, what you get cut you that could throw two balls at the same time. You could get. 500,000 baskets of fried pickles tomorrow. Mm, is, you could. You could. Gosh. How about that? Appetizer Tuesday. <laughs> we'll, we'll break that Tell down into rooster up. pops. Yeah. Rooster, rooster money. <laughs> what if somebody came in here and just said, give me a million dollars worth of fried pickles on Appetizer Tuesday? I don't oh. think they would That be might able. be Jay-Z yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> would we have logistical? Have to bring Bill's we would have logistical to help issues. eat all those. Yeah. We would. So I don't recommend that, but I mean, we'd appreciate <laughs> it. I want to know where this million dollars is coming from. So, I mean, I know Saban came out and said, you know, their guys making, you know, seven figure. Is that is that real? But you got this isn't I mean, who's, about who's, what companies of, are dropping that kind of money on 17, 18 year old kids. The national ones, I think we've. This is one of the biggest name, image, and likeness things that are, I think, uh, being interpreted the wrong way. That it's always going to be the local mm-hmm. businesses. They their advertising budget. And Nicole can talk about this. Yes. I'm sure mm-hmm. hasn't changed. Like mm-hmm. they don't have a sudden a yeah. side oh, yeah, exactly. slush fund side pot to give to the student athletes like right now that it didn't exist before, mm-hmm. especially if they can go get, but if they sold a million orders of, or 500,000, well, that, yes. that would help. I mean, that would help. I mean, Nicole can get Bobby Carpenter and Justin Zwick. Their Ohio state careers are over. There's no real gamble on, on those anymore or AJ Hawk or anybody else in town. But if you are, 
you know, Panini or a sports card manufacturer or memorabilia. Which is big like, right now. Like Spencer Rattler. Uh, NFTs. Saw him in Chicago last week. Already has a, a card in his likeness. He was autographing him there and paid to show up. Like, you, I wouldn't be surprised if Panini is one of the first ones that's signing Quinn Ewers because they're going to lock him in basically forever mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, the other deal that was talked about was someone in Dallas. I don't know anything about this kombucha company, but he's already got equity and cash in this in this group Ooh. so you know it's, 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 a, it's a, but it could come from thing. anywhere but this is a long-term investment for yeah. these mm-hmm. companies this isn't a situation where you know you're someone's getting free food at roosters on a weekend this yeah. is somebody who which is, is the best endorsement deal you can well, have well naturally but this is a this is a life-changing thing this is these companies saying four years from now when you're a number one pick in the nfl draft or three years from now at this at this rate i guess like <laughs> now we we're a part of you and that's that's what it's about so it's, it's basically like what the shoe companies were doing in college basketball yes. for the last 10 years right, now it's, it's now out in the open <laughs> it's now all and you can legally do that well and i think too i even though roosters we don't have a budget for that just because we restaurants us specifically our budget needs to be focused in the community as well and then you have like the nikes of the world and the national companies like you were saying that do have the budget to allocate towards these kids i mean that's beneficial for them i mean that's what their entire marketing strategy is but our goal as well is i mean even if we're paying you in rooster gift cards it's still like money you're getting (laughs) food and just to make a relationship i mean we're i think that's the most important part and i hope somebody is teaching these kids that it's not just about the paycheck at the end. It's about learning about these companies, sticking with companies that you believe in and that you you genuinely like and share the same you know morals and philosophies and um, and then yeah, keep a long term relationship. If we start to see kombucha in the Gatorade fridge at the Woody, then things get a little <coughs> weird. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what about Quinn Ewers I mean, brought to you by Hustler? You know, get some nice. I mean, is that is that on the banned list? I don't know where. <laughs> I would imagine. That's, that I would imagine. That's I think a, it is. I'd imagine I don't that's think on the that one. List. Is, but who hmm. who's to tell me? Like, I know what alcoholic products are. Like, I know what nicotine. Who's to tell me what is morally objectionable? Well, that's why Ohio State has the fifteen day review. Who's over there reviewing that, by the way? <laughs> who, who is the arbiter? Bobby Carpenter. <laughs> yeah, that would, you're putting Zach, did they bring news. Zach Smith back they, on? They, I, I, I doubt that. Have they not told you that no? that's your new job? That's your job. That'd be great. I'd love to they sit there. They want you to weigh all that. That's We're fine. Bringing him in as the recruiting closer. He's going to look at every deal. Thank you. Oh, goodness. Thayer Munford, by the way, did mention that uh, he was excited to come get some roosters at Big Ten Media Day. So, okay. um, he's and he actually said he was coming with me. So that look forward oh, to that during awesome. the season. Yes. Here's the thing: a I, I literally in just I like now it. get a text message from someone on the uh, NFL agency side asking for Quinn Ewers' father's phone number because That's, this is now. I already had that happen like right, two, right, a week and a half ago. It's, so it's, it's a new yeah, world. just now. Like, <laughs> it's a yeah. new world, and and there's no reason that Quinn Ewers shouldn't think about that and i know that the decision was actually probably harder than it than people think because you know you you know what it means to leave your team like you lost in the state championship game last year he's at one of the he's running away from that competition that kid was at the elite 11 right so i mean yeah i mean (laughs) well kate klubnick the kid that he lost in the that you know that won won the elite 11 is the kid that beat him in the state championship Mm -hmm, game last year who's going to clemson Uh so now it's it's hard to leave that because he he was very very adamant about for sure wanting to get back and win that and win with his teammates and you guys know i mean when you're on a when you're part of a team and these are kids this south lake i mean you know these kids these kids have been playing together for for eight nine years Mm -hmm. i mean they come up together their entire lives so 
it's a big decision, but how do you how do you turn it down? Oh, it's a huge decision. I, you know, I think there are ways that you could because it's not an ideal situation competitively to come into mm-hmm. Ohio State. These guys know what your senior year at high school, all that you put into that to leave your teammates. We know that's hard. Burn when we were there in May, uh, both he and his father were talking about, hey, this is South Lake Carroll. We're trying to uphold the tradition. This is not about the dragons. The yeah, the dragons. He's trying to slay that dragon and win the state title. Like all those things, to me, that was pushing him to go. And I it was maybe putting pressure on Texas to change their state laws. And when they didn't do that for name, image, and likeness, then then you go elsewhere. But that's still. I mean, obviously it wasn't easy, or he would have made this decision several weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but we'll put a pin in that and come back to it because he's not expected to be here on Wednesday uh, when camp opens. I mean, think about the, the irony here is we get to talk to Ohio State's quarterbacks on Tomorrow, Tuesday. Yeah. For the first time in over a year, we have not had a chance to speak to C.J. Stroud or Kyle McCord or Jack Miller. It's been like 18 months since we talked to those guys. And now... The first time we get to talk to him, gonna everyone's going to ask about a kid that's not on campus and that has is, that they've met a couple times that, on official visits like, or whatever. It's it's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, and how that impacts their thought process, how mm-hmm. long they're going to stay around in the quarterback yeah. battle. Uh, obviously, we start there with the Buckeye leaves, and and if anybody wants to pick a breakout at quarterback, Nicole, feel free to do so. But uh, they'll be out on that practice field bright and early. I think seven forty-five. Berman, I will be there watching Spencer and Zach. Way too early. Too early for him, but I'm so excited because it's like Christmas football. I am not a morning person. It is so exciting. I'm not sure if everyone's aware of that. I am not a morning person. Well, Bob will have already been working for two hours at that point. Bob is a morning person. And his workout is at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah, so so we're doing all that. Workout will be greased up and ready to go. (laughs) All right. I was disappointed that I was like, oh, I'll be done at 9. I'll be able to see all the practices morning, afternoon. I didn't anticipate the 7.30 start times. Well, they're not all going to be at 7.30. You just have to get rolling. I think they still do those split. split well, they have to, to train it. to make sure that they're ready for the noon game against Oregon because Oregon's <laughs> exactly. gonna be waking up at like three thirty. So right, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, body clocks. Nicole, pick anybody. Who's got to have the best training camp? Who? Are, what position? What player are you are you watching this month that needs to emerge for the Buckeyes? Um, I'm gonna say C.J. Stroud with with Quinn coming in. I feel like he's been doing so well. I've heard so many great things yep. about him, and he just has to keep that up to not lose his spot. Yep. So and to not get discouraged. I mean, competition. You know, it definitely <clears throat> it can wear on you. But he's been doing so great, and I hope he sticks with it. Yeah, that spotlight gets a lot brighter now with uh, a fourth guy. But we'll see. How he's CJ pressure, make, pressure makes the, diamonds. Yeah, sometimes it bursts pipes. Sometimes well, it. He was yeah, the backup last the right year, stuff then. led all the way through spring. Th- summer throwing sessions, showing that leadership. I think this is still C.J. Stroud's job. No matter what, uh, we'll see what happens. Jay-Z, where are you looking? Uh, gosh. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. He's going. I, I want, I, you know who I want to have a great camp? <laughs> this isn't going to be popular, but mine, mine Williams. Why is it not going to be popular? Yeah, because I just think everybody's in on this this new kid, the uh, Travion, Travion Henderson. Henderson, and you know Master's still coming back. You know he, he towed the rock most of the time last year, um, but this, uh, just seeing him play the little that he did last year, and I saw him play in high school. I called a state championship game his senior year. I mean the kid, I, I was very excited to see him at Ohio State, and yep. I think a good camp for him could get him in that rotation because you're going to have to rotate these guys, you know, and. You know, you're not gonna, they're not all going to have tons of touches, but I, I think he's one that could get in there and he can bounce around. He's a hard runner. So I, I hope he has a great camp and uh, he's coming in you know, healthy and can stay fresh here through camp and you know, maybe give that little freshman a run for his money. So that's the room that I'm, like, I'm looking at intently because it's like the quarterback position. Once you pick your guy, 
unless it's just an absolute disaster. Yeah, you're not rotating those guys. I mean, yeah, and in most cases. Yeah. And I don't think like if you're going change from one to the other, I think it's that's a that's a monumental up undertaking to be able to worst. do that. So it's the, it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst. So looking at the running back room, that's something where you know whether it's Mayan Mayan Williams, Trayvon Henderson, Master Teague, you know, Marcus Carl, all these different guys. They can play him differently, and so I'm curious to see how Tony Alford like chooses to deploy him. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I think Master Teague is a much better finisher than he is a guy you want to have in you know, the entirety of the game. So, how does he try to blend this? What do the reps look like in practice? Are they going to try to get certain guys in different situations based upon their skill set? So, I think there's a lot of intrigue because that's something that can fluctuate a lot during the year. Whereas the quarterback position, like once you name the starter. You're hoping that guy's the starter all season long because if not, it's either yeah. really bad or there's been a terrible injury. Yeah. Are you are you trying to have that finisher label catch on instead of like short yardage guy? Is that is that because the way that I this is a Bill Parcells thing, okay. and he always loved playing Marion Barber. He was our hammer, and he'd come in at the you know come in the end of the game, third thing, third yeah. third third fourth series in the game, coming a little before halftime. But he was our guy that really got a lot in the second half. And you're worn down. That yeah. dude's big. He doesn't necessarily like. He doesn't have the, the lat, great lateral movement like some of the other guys. But when you're getting tired late in the game, mm-hmm. the last thing you need is 225 pounds, Can't run 230, straight downhill, edge. just hammer well, with yeah. that big offensive line, and that that changes the dynamic of how teams have to play. Yeah, he is a runaway train when he gets rolling. I mean, he, but those trains don't uh, turn much on the tracks, mm-hmm. and that's obviously been Master Teague's uh, weakness, if you will. Berm, where are you going? They're very important questions. Yeah, I know. Um, I think a couple players. Josh Proctor. A couple. We got a Schlage situation. Josh Proctor there. has to be a difference maker. Go through maker the depth chart In here. the secondary. <laughs> Josh Proctor has to be a difference maker. If he's not. Well, he's a proctologist, right. so you know he's going to be making he, he, a difference. He, he's got to make a difference. Um, really, you know, because. <laughs> God, Bob. The entire, <laughs> the entire defense revolves around having someone that you trust at, at safety, mm-hmm. and, and he needs to step up. And I am actually going to directly counter your point and say that to me Travion Henderson is a guy that you know as a true freshman coming in and being able to make that difference and if you look back at Ohio State the last two national championships were Maurice Claret and Ezekiel Elliott and you have that difference maker at running back and Travion Henderson is a different type of running back and I think that you know best case scenario for Ohio State he comes in and leaves no doubt that he's that guy and changes the offense because there are really good players around him i mean you know obviously master teague is a good running back mine williams is a good running back uh evan Pryor can make some things happen healthy marcus crowley Crowley, all very good players Mm but you know from a nerd football nerd type of viewpoint what you see on film from trey henderson as a running back is different than these guys and elite it's an elite skill set that not a lot of guys have and that first year, that freshman year, that you know, that fatigue weighs in at different points, and uh, I think just having him be able to pick up that that acceleration towards the end of the season mm-hmm. changes the entire. Um, Could be like a Trey that, Sermon I, last I think, year. Maybe he comes on at the end of the year and gives us a little. I, I think uh, it changes the dynamic of the whole offense. Yeah. Might not take that long for Travion Henderson. We'll see. Yeah. This is the one show that really disagrees more about running backs than anyone out there. I love that. Um, it's going to be about those five guys up front blocking for mm-hmm. me. Four of those spots are, are locked up. You're not going to remove Thayer Munford and Nicholas Petit-Ferrer from the lineup at tackle. That's the best tandem in the country. Paris Johnson, potential generational talent. He's not going to be dislodged from that lineup. He's going to be a guard. Harry Miller, I think people keep you know, questioning him. Maybe it, could he lose that job? He, he's not going to. He, no. He's been built it's, for it's this. His job. He's a five-star. 
uh, guy. He was thrown into that Michigan yeah. State. That's game. how yes. anybody remembers. Oh, he was a center. What, what is yeah. this? He can't. Yeah. He struggled, Come and on. he did. Yeah. But but you try and play that position yeah, with nice. 12 hours notice, which yeah. is what happened yeah. uh, when Josh Myers tested uh, positive last year. Uh, you know, sometimes it would have helped if Ohio State had been more forthcoming with the issues that even the healthy people had mm-hmm. to deal with uh, because of that last year. But he's going to be just fine. He's healthy. Had that uh, offseason surgery on his shoulder, so he's fully healthy, ready to go, and got a year of experience. So, left guard, you've got four or five guys that are all four- and five-star recruits who could fill that. I don't know if it'll be Josh Fryer, Matthew Jones, Enoch Vamahi. Got a newcomer in Donovan Jackson to throw in there. D-Jack? Uh, yeah, yeah. I know, that, I know Berm is very high Elite. on him down the road, maybe as a Wyatt Davis-type guy. Ooh. We'll see if that happens right away for him. And uh, who did I leave out in there? There's, I don't know, uh, Luke Whipper. So any of those guys could emerge there. And if they want to mess around and put Harry Miller at guard, they could. I don't mess around and put Dewan Jones over there. They I mean, could. He's done it too. Yeah, so I don't, know, I don't know what's going to happen, but I think that's interesting because you're going to have to protect a first-year starting quarterback who's never thrown – no matter who it is out of these mm-hmm. four guys, they've never thrown a pass at the collegiate level. You have a deep running back and, uh, stable there to work with. But if you can't protect on that interior, we've seen what, what happens and the problems that can arise there. So that's where I'm looking. Who else? Anybody else we want to throw I have in there? A, I have a dark horse. Let's go. Corey Dennis needs to oh. step up. Oh, we're going to the coaching staff. As, just, a, as a receiver? Or <laughs> I just think for – Special a, teams what, ace. This is his second year as a, as a quarterback coach at Ohio State, and he is in charge of the most talented quarterback room in the history of college football. Wow. It's a big, it's a big, big statement a big, right there. Big so, room. Managing the human beings, yeah. Yeah. that's probably going to be – That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. it's not, he's not out there working with them – uh, day in, day out on mechanics. That's Ryan Day is still doing that. But when you're talking about managing the egos, managing uh, the personalities, I'm t- that to me is is the that's the one thing this season that can really like totally submarine the Ohio State uh, path to so, a re- you know. And not only did the quarterbacks not talk throughout all of spring when when Ohio State was trying to keep that under wraps, but Corey Dennis didn't either. They didn't want him uh, or want or need or whatever the decision was they let ryan day speak for that position but the schedule for tomorrow unless they change it is Corey dennis cj stroud kyle mccord and jack miller i bet they so change not, it all schedules what, subject to change yeah, yeah. What, what, I mean, what are the usually chances? it is uh, subject to, highly subject to change but I see that one you talk about the pressure you know that they thought it would be really easy for them to have that the day before like mm-hmm. can limit what they say just like they shut down jay-z throughout his entire mm-hmm. senior year so that he <laughs> junior can, and senior year. maybe oh. maybe not stepping up maybe stepping up is the wrong way to say it but he's in a position where and he's got to handle that room he's going to be correctly. he's going to be in the spotlight in a way that i don't think he ever anticipated being in the spotlight when he took over you know two yeah. years ago so now now that that is squarely on his shoulders nicole what else is on i your think mind? he can handle it i do <laughs> i have confidence in go. that and i think there is a there's a negative side to having just these really young fresh kids to deal with all of them but it's nice that you're dealing with all of them being the same age, being new, it, you know, first year, I think that's going to make it a little bit easier for him and because they're all going to be doing it together. So we shall uh, see. National Chicken Wing Day has come yes. and gone. What's- so we just want to say thank you to everyone. It <laughs> mm-hmm. was, you know, we were a little nervous about 
nervous isn't the right word, but just the uncertainty of changing to boneless. Just yeah, just the chicken only is a not nervous being bird. able not being able to feature traditional wings yep. at, for National Chicken yeah. Wing Day. We did not have one complaint. <clears throat> Everybody well, just your boneless wings are the best I'm, in the city. But it's so, just I mean, so that's nice. Easy. Like all of our guests were so understanding and just like went with the flow. It just meant a lot to us. So thank you to everyone for that. And then uh, tomorrow we have fried pickles. Mm. So yeah, dollar exciting. baskets. Come, you can't have 500,000 of them. I, I exaggerated Unfortunately, yes, the availability. How many portions do you think you actually have in the kitchen? Ooh, I... Get back to us on that. <laughs> I will. That's one thing I'm not familiar with. Yeah. I need yeah. to learn more of the kitchen side. That'll yes. be a topic for next week. We're going to let Nicole go. We're going to talk a lot more about the Ohio State quarterback battle when we come back on Letterman Live. It's brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back in. It's the second half of Letterman Live, and it's going to be quarterback heavy, as we've already been talking a lot about Quinn Ewers, C.J. Stroud, Kyle McCord, Jack Miller. I mean, this, I really, we've talked about name, image, and likeness. I didn't think it was going to spill over into guys skipping their entire senior year of high school. That was one of, this is probably still an isolated incident. You know, most people don't Depends how it goes. I think mm-hmm. that's something people are going to worry about. Like, how does this avalanche start? And I can't think, start the fire without most, a spark. Most people are not Quinn Ewers. And so I don't think that it's something where uh, you're going to have companies really try to latch on that early. But, I mean, Thank you. it's it's no different than the kids who decided to skip a bowl game a few years ago, and now right. people are skipping. It's just going to happen. I mean, they, they I don't know. How many, how many five-star quarterbacks are going to come out every year saying, I'm just going to skip my senior year and go make some money? And Richard, well, that, why you, does, know, like, you know that's why the that NBA, stop them, that's why the NBA developmental leagues and all these things are taking off. These kids are they realize their window to make money yeah. is short, especially if your window to make money is entirely based on your ability to perform an athletic competition. But, like you, you can't do that forever. So the sooner you can capitalize on it, you better. But let's look at it from the sorry, Bob, the on-field side is what I'm more. <laughs> interested yeah. in than the money. I mean, yeah, he's when, basically coming here knowing he's not going to play this year. He's yeah. just trying to get... Because we beat that to death but with the name of Jelankness part, but somebody who's missing their senior year, all these games for a quarterback or any position really, but <laughs> that's what we're talking about with Quinn Ewers and playing. Like Those game reps, that experience on the field are so critical. I would be worried about what that means for the development of him as pastor, even though you know he's coming to work <clears> with <throat> the best and he's going to be with Mickey Marotti and Ryan Day and get physically developed. You know, the just playing the game is so important. So here's the thing. Would it be better, and he would be able to talk to it more, is the physical development that he will be able to get with the strength and conditioning staff and his ability to learn the offense for a year before he would really ramp up and be potentially vying for that starting position, having to unseat a guy, is that more or less valuable than playing your high school season? As far as giving you the opportunity to have a job. So live game reps in high school, it's in a very high-level play that they're going to have versus knowing the offense for an entire year and being there and then being physically developed and understand what you need to be able to do. I, I don't know if I have that answer, and it might be different yeah. for probably every person, 
But that's what I think. Because people are like, why would he do it? I'm like, I think you do have that answer, though. Generally speaking, the development physically and oh, mentally yeah. he's going to get at Ohio State is going to be better than what he would do in three three more months of high school football. But you know, Ohio State's also not going to put him in a no-win situation here. They're not going to bring him onto campus, whether he shows up next week or two weeks from now, whenever his final college uh, course that he needs, the English class that he needs to, to wrap up. To, high school credit. Right. So whenever that's done and he gets back here, there's no one at Ohio State that's going to be like, okay, Quinn, now you're ready to go. Like the kid, I mean, if you if you look at photos of Quinn Ewers and seeing him in person, as and I you did, see that summer, sweet mullet. The mullet obviously stands out, but he is not a physically ready to play college football type of quarterback. They, they I don't did, think Ken Dorsey was ever physically ready to play college football. <laughs> How'd that turn out? Well, he got knocked unconscious in a national championship game and. Now he's a coach somewhere. Right. So, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I, – my, my Won one, lost <laughs> one, and then he's a coach now. My point is that Quinn <laughs> what needs a, to – What a random Quinn example needs, to use. I he was so I mean, skinny. He was not well, – The game is different. Come on. The quarterbacks are different now. You Look at Kyle yeah, McCord. Quinn, Quinn Ewers I mean, right now has a stronger arm than what Ken Dorsey, Ken Dorsey well, had sure. his entire career. All of us do. But that's not the point. The point is – to play football at Ohio State, you need to be physically ready to play football at Ohio State, and I, he's not. And so that development now gets accelerated, and he gets those four months ahead of time. And this this isn't about Quinn Ewers playing quarterback for Ohio State this year. I don't think anybody with a reasonable expectation thinks that he'll be playing meaningful minutes this year. The, the red shirt rule allows him to get in some reps, which is good. Um, but, you know, Kyle McCord needs those reps as well. So does Jack Miller or CJ Stroud, depending on who's starting. So – this is about preparing <clears throat> Quinn Ewers for January. So it's just basically a four-month warm-up to, to get to that. Yeah, but it's, it's live game reps are hard to duplicate. I mean, and he's playing in a high-level football down, down, down Texas. So, I mean, he's playing in some big games. He'll be in front of big crowds. He'll be in big stadiums. There's, there's not much. I mean, coming up and watching practice and, you know, going through the progressions from the sideline are – it's not the same as playing and being live bullets in, in, in a game. So Highly paid to, to get here, guy. to get here four months in advance, I just don't. And it's going to be good. I mean, Ryan will start working with him. His footwork is terrible from the from the stuff I've seen. It looks lazy to me. Uh, you know, and those are just highlights that I see. I don't. I haven't sat down and watched a full workout of his. So that that kind of stuff will be good to get a season worth of. But if you came in in January, I think you'd have plenty of time to, hey, this is how we do things here. You're in our 6 a.m.s now. I mean, you're going to get a feel for what it's like. You're going to be better off, stronger going into spring football, and you're always, you're, you're going to have those months of studying the playbook. And, you know, I haven't looked at this playbook, but back when we were in school, I basically had that playbook down in the summer before, you know, it came here. It's, I, I imagine it's, it's – This one's a yes. little bit more advanced. 100%. Which is your point. Which and is your point. That, all I'm saying is it can happen. You yeah, can but, figure but out. That's the, these, that's these kids the are smart. Point. That's why it makes more sense for him to get in. Well, his offense yeah. down in Texas right now is probably more sophisticated than what our offense was when we were in school. <laughs> I would so, say I mean, I'm not, guessing he has yeah, – that's not hyperbole. That's I'm guessing right. he has a little bit more, you know, idea of different – and it's, it's all just changed so much. I mean, right. you can pick up film from anybody online and watch different things. All You know, we didn't have that. The very then. simple question is, is 12 months of preparation yeah. better or is eight months better? So two things we're talking. Number one, Burn, I'm taking away. I think you're saying that he's got a girth problem. He needs to get in here, get beefed up by Marathi, really thicken yeah. up. So he's going to be able to take that pounding. The second piece is Kyle McCord came in <laughs> Kyle McCord came in early. You sure that's the way you want to describe it? A hundred percent. Okay. Kyle McCord came in early. Sure did. He was behind. He was behind Miller and Stroud from a developmental standpoint of understanding the offense, and right. so that was what mm-hmm. 
believe me, I, I don't have the answer of whether no, some, no, it no. may be different for, for sure. every guy. Where some guys it may be better to play and get those game reps. <clears throat> I think Quinn Ewers has started a ton of games at Southlake, and so maybe it's maybe he's had his fill. I, I don't know, but girth him, girth him up a little bit, throw some beef on him, and then he should be uh, at least physically ready ready to handle that. I yeah. I don't know what the answer is either. That's why I'm asking you guys, and I, I don't know. I think Jay-Z probably would have wanted to play his senior year and get those game reps. I think that's where you were going with mm-hmm. that. And I think if you asked Ohio State or Ryan Day and you gave them that truth serum, they would have said, let's let's play some football this year elsewhere. Like that, I This just kind of disrupted the whole recruiting plan, Berm. You know that better. Well, it happened so quick, and it just kind of came out of nowhere, and it's like all of a sudden the coach is saying, well, we got another five-star in our quarterback room now. I mean, now now you have two quarterbacks in the class of 2020 with C.J. Stroud and Jack Miller, two quarterbacks in the class of 21 with Kyle McCord and Quinn Ewers. The plan for Ohio State in 22, you know, was obviously one guy, was Quinn Ewers. Now you have to go out and find another one. The top 30 quarterbacks in the class are committed. So it's not going to be like – I mean, I know it's Ohio State. Flipping dudes, bro. Right. It's not as easy as you think at quarterback, especially when you're talking – when you're telling these guys, hey, just come in here. We don't have anyone else. Uh, actually, yeah, we do. So it, it becomes a much harder proposition. That's not even going to be easy for a kid like Drew Aller, who's in Ohio, committed to Penn State. He's been integral in building Penn State's class, which is now the top-ranked class in the country. Like, you don't just go tell that kid, okay, now now we want you. Yeah. It's I mean, tough. It's, it's not going to be as easy as people think. And so – now it becomes that roster management. Does Ohio State skip in twenty two now and, and go get no. a, a transfer? Because certainly portal, they're going portal to, shopping. You got well, you got four quarterbacks. You're going to lose in your room. You're going to lose two of, two of those. Probably. So now you're going to have to go out and find one in the transfer portal, or you get another twenty two. Ryan Day does not want to keep doing this portal dance, but no. who would? This is the game of college football now. Well, and I think that you know everybody has asked, well, which two is it going to mm-hmm. be? I mean, C.J. Stroud is the leader to win this job. So the most interesting guy, and you know, Jack Miller fell behind in the spring. We're not, we've talked about this for a long time. We're not breaking any new ground here. Mm-hmm. Kyle McCord really impressed. If you're Kyle McCord, you don't have to instantly leave just because Quinn Ewers shows up. He believes in himself. He believed when he's a five-star guy. The competition is good. He's not some scrub, and he he has a head start on Quinn Ewers right now. So I think that. There's all this talk. Kyle McCord's a future NFL quarterback, and he is not afraid of Quinn Ewers mm-hmm. or C.J. Stroud or Jack Miller or Bryce Young or D.J. Uyunglele. Like Kyle McCord can, Kyle McCord can win this Ohio State job. And, and I'm, I'm telling not, you, I'm not saying this to you know be dramatic or stir up controversy. Oh, one of the guys who might hot takes. one of the guys who might find out how good Kyle McCord and C.J. Stroud <laughs> are this month and think about his own future is Quinn Ewers. Like it's great. Everyone says he's the the best prospect of all time. Mm-hmm. We've seen him. I was amazed. I heard he was like Pat Mahomes and Dan Marino. Hey, it's I was been working out. I watched Berman. I watched him practice. Not a terrible. He's he's really freaking good. Yeah. And I and I, my jaw dropped at some of the throws he made. I'm not changing my tune on that. But mm-hmm. I'm saying the other guys are really good too. If your jaw dropped at that, think about when he had some girth. What that'll look like. <laughs> well, I, think it's about hard. when he's throwing. I don't the ball. want to be thinking about anybody's. Girth Think right about now. when he's throwing it to Garrett Wilson or Chris Olave, and he's it, or his high but school. My team point right. is, right. Kyle McCord doesn't have to just like, oh, well, that's it. Quinn Ewers is coming. I'm done here. I'm never. So gonna you think play he Ohio might State. go the Tate Martell route? I talk can, a lot of trash when speak, he comes and then leave. Uh, Kyle, number one, I, I know Kyle fairly well through the recruiting process. Kyle is not going to say a word. Kyle's going to just put his head down. And that's all he's going to do. And there's not a player in that building who's more confident in his abilities than Kyle McCord. Period. And so you just you go out there, you, you take Quinn's best shot, and then you figure it out from there. But mm-hmm. 
uh, I don't, uh, to your point, I really don't think that uh, – I think the person who may be most surprised at how good the quarterbacks at Ohio State are is Quinn Ewers. One other thing about him classifying early, reclassifying and leaving, and I was trying to get this answer uh, talking to another media guy, and that, no one's positive on it yet. Is Why, why weren't way, you talking to me in Burm? Well, this was an NFL guy, and like, <laughs> it was more along the lines of trying to figure out when he will be draft eligible because it's written – Three years out of high school. So. And it's not. It's three years after your graduating class. Oh. And so I don't know how that would be interpreted. I don't think the NFL wants guys coming in earlier. And so I think that, and they do a pretty good job of winning things in court for the most part. <laughs> I mean, like the NFL, they're, they're they've got, like, they've got a good record. They do. Yes, yes. I mean, even you can, Plenty of money. I don't even understand. You can have the law on your side and you still lose but, somehow. Yeah, that, I mean, but then, but that's what I'm that's, his graduating class 21. And so that's the argument right. is like how, when is that, when would they determine that? And so that's the one thing that would need to be looked at and analyzed. You know, because he really didn't graduate with the class yeah. of 2021, unless you count like post grad yeah. summer yeah. school. <laughs> you know, and so that's what trying to figure that out. And I don't know. You know, the NBA has an age age deal on it too, which is, I mean, it's all going away. But it was I was like, is it three years or this age, or mm-hmm. it's just three years from when your class would graduate? So, I, I mean, that's I, a lot of talk. I mean. Because that's why those guys just skipping his senior year yeah, coming I mean, into a quarterback buck, room. He's yeah, still got to get his buck ID. So you talk about him taken. coming in, you know, and getting he's a Pat full get a full, Denver, you know. get a full year of work at Ohio State. And it's like, it's well, CJ Stroud, Romo. If, if CJ wins that's this job, of, he might not play for two years, yeah, right? Well, I mean, we, we talk about him getting his extra twelve months. Like, who yeah. knows what could happen? Mahomes, CJ may go out and run the show. Better comparison. Okay, Mahomes and Romo. Romo too. If they had a child, it'd be Mo. Wait, Moromo? Moromo. No. Moromo? Man. Mo-ho. No. Uh, yeah, I All know right. where you're... Yeah, um, uh-huh. yeah that so sounds good. Tony Romo. <laughs> that's... The that's, kid would also be very ethnically diverse. It would be half white, half African-American, half that. Mexican. I mean, so you'd really have a lot in there. Probably a pretty good baseball player. You would think. You guys might need a biology lesson, too. I don't think that what you're talking about is really possible. But well, I mean, in today's world, anything's possible. <laughs> we can, you can, Come on. We could clone. They could Jurassic Park that thing together. Today's world. Life finds a way. Life finds but they a never way. high level of income. And, yeah. But they never stop to ask if they should. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird? I think that tells me that the show has gone off the rails <laughs> and Letterman Live is winding down. If we're talking about cloning quarterbacks, uh <laughs> That's given me a lot to think about this week. Ohio State quarterbacks are scheduled to meet with yes. the media on Good Tuesday. luck tomorrow. What's your first question going to be? Do you know it yet? <sighs> just, how who's, was your Who's going to be the summer, starter? Guys? Did you oh, have a nice, is that what it's going to be? Did you have Did you guys a nice go on vacation, vacation anywhere? <laughs> how was it? No, I, did you wear you sunblock? Know, it's a great question, Jay. Cats or cause, dogs? Because I don't, <laughs> don't want to start just by saying Quinn Ewers. But well, I, I, his first question depends on who we talk to first. So. Jerry, yeah, Jerry, Jerry Emig will be the first guy I'll talk to. I'm not going to say what I was just going to say. I'll save that for ah. when the show ends. Uh, appreciate Nicole Cox, as always, for having us back here in the Letterman Lounge. That's Jay-Z, Bobby Carpenter, and Berm. I'm Austin Ward. Camp starting Wednesday. Full coverage coming uh, at Letterman Row all year, all week, all month. Uh, nonstop coverage of the Buckeyes as we get ready for this season. I'm Austin Ward. will be right back here next Monday for Letterman Live at Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. We'll see you here.